Time travel to fun in the 16th century at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Ten stages, food, pubs, shopping, jousting. Saturday, Sundays, and Labor Day Monday through October 24th. For tickets, visit MarylandRenaissanceFestival.com. Save big on admission through September 12th. Welcome, welcome, welcome to After the Bell. I am still Corey Graves. He is still Vic Joseph. We promised to drop delicious goodness all WrestleMania week for you. Thank you for subscribing. We are here to deliver on our promises. Just two nights before she challenges for the Raw Women's Championship, the nightmare Rhea Ripley is joining us. Rhea, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm excited. Vic is just annoying as usual. You've known him long enough to know these things. I'm trying to steer the ship to make it to Raymond James Stadium without Knucklehead driving us right into the iceberg. We're like 30 seconds into this. How am I already annoying? I haven't I, even started yet. Did you ever hear the saying, hope for the best, prepare for the worst? Yes. That has never been more apropos than when it comes to my recordings of After the Bell these days. They're not Literally, that bad, I, Rhea, Rhea, I promise. Rhea to keep us afloat. Uh, as we make our way toward night two of WrestleMania. Rhea, you, you got to experience, you had a taste of WrestleMania last year, albeit under very different circumstances. Walk us through this last year and what a wild ride it's been. Man, this last year has been, like you said, really, really wild. Um, from going to my first ever WrestleMania and it being in a pandemic and the first time there's zero, zero people in attendance, like that was a was wild historic, historic, but not for the <laughs> Yeah, it was just like, it was super cool because it was WrestleMania and I was still like super excited for it and it was still like my big moment, but it was just weird because there was no people in the crowd, like I couldn't see anyone. Right. I think that was the weirdest thing for me. But my journey like since Mania to this point has just been like a wild ride. Like I feel like I've been through so much in this company and I feel like I'm constantly like maturing and becoming like the person that I think I'm supposed to be. And it's wild to like grow up pretty much in WWE. <laughs> well, you are uh, preparing right now for the Empress, that being Asuka. What makes Asuka different than anyone else that you have faced in NXT or WWE? Asuka, she's a challenge. I like a challenge, as everyone knows. Um, she's someone that I've watched for a long, long time, not only in WWE, but I've seen her in Japan. I was on the same show as her in Japan once when I was 17 and I thought that she was like super cool the way that she came out the swagger she had the confidence and just watching her in the ring like she's incredible uh, I really want to someday be on her level hopefully like Wrestlemania I can be on her level and possibly beat her for the Royal Women's Championship but she's just someone that I've really looked up to over the years and always wanted to get in the ring with she's just wild like that it's an understatement. She's absolutely wild. You don't know what you're going to get from Asuka. Well, you had the uneasy task of sort of following in her footsteps. Asuka, of course, departed for Raw and SmackDown prior to the, the Rhea Ripley era of the NXT Women's Championship. What does it mean to you personally to now uh, have sort of a clash of, of eras? You have Asuka who dominated NXT like no woman had ever done prior to her. And then you picked up that slack and kept the ball rolling. And now you guys collide again, this time at the pinnacle of sports entertainment. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because like, I remember being in NXT while she was still there, but I wasn't on the shows and I would go to full sale and I'd watch the shows and 
I always wanted to be the one to defeat Oscar. I wanted to be the one to break that streak pretty much. But it wasn't my time, obviously. My time finally came and I took over NXT when she left. But now it's now it's our time to finally get in the ring together. And I find that really, really exciting. You've also had uh, quite the run at WrestleManias. I mean, think about your two opponents on the grandest stage of all. That's wild in itself. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I, I go big <laughs> all the time. Well, you're not the only one who's been a former NXT Women's Champion going big this year. Uh, Bianca Belair, someone you're very familiar with, now finds herself with a very similar opportunity, albeit on the SmackDown side of things. Um, how cool is it to see somebody who you've worked so closely with and, and sort of had a similar journey now arriving at the same time? It's magical, really. I don't really know how to put it into any other way. It's it's destiny, and I love that. I've seen how hard Bianca's worked for the last few years, and I've seen her struggles and her peaks, and I've I've been through all that. So to know that she's going to WrestleMania really does excite me. Before I was even on WrestleMania this year, before it was announced or made official, I was just super excited for her because I know how hard she's worked and how long she's waited for an opportunity like this. And it's really her time. And being the last two with her in the Royal Rumble was also very, very special. It was sort of a moment for us to show everyone that the future is here and we're taking over. And I find that really, really special and magical. You know, take it back for just a moment, not to, uh, you know, lose the, the the funness of this, Rhea. You and I had a pretty serious conversation about three and a half years ago. You remember it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you've come a long way. I'm very proud of you. I just want to let you know that because you had a lot of questions going through your head. Can you take us back to, you know, three and a half years ago to now? Oh, man. I don't even know where to start with that. I just, I was in a dark place, you know. I would talk to you about my problems all the time. I was in a very, very dark place mentally and also physically. Like I wasn't feeling myself. I wasn't happy with how I was looking, how I was feeling. I feel like it was definitely a growing process for me. Um, I feel like everyone goes through stages in their life where they doubt themselves and they don't really know if what they're doing is like the correct path for them. And I think that's what was going through my mind. I was just unhappy at the world and myself and I was sick of people telling me that I I pretty much sucked and I couldn't be this superstar that I wanted to be. Even though I had like people like you always telling me that I could be that, it's always the negative and you, you take that to heart sometimes. But the difference between me now and then is I don't care anymore. <laughs> and I've had to definitely teach myself not to care. It's very, very hard not to, but it's just something that I've trained myself not to do. Did you have a moment or an epiphany where you went, okay, I don't care anymore? Was there some particular event or is it just kind of a culmination of a lot of things? I mean, it keeps building up and building up more and more like as I go on in, in this business. But I think between the first May Young and the second May Young was when I really just like decided, I was like, nah, I'm doing things my way. Like this is my life and I have to change for the better in my way and get that over. Otherwise people are going to keep looking down on me and not expecting much from me. And then eventually I'll be back in Australia and I won't be here anymore. So I think it was between the first May Young and the second May Young that it really like hit me hard. When you alluded to it briefly about the quickness with which your WrestleMania match sort of came into existence this year, uh, your, your first debut officially on Monday Night Raw, you marched to the ring, point to the sign and we're off to the races. 
Uh, based solely on social media, there were some people saying, hey, wait a minute, Rhea just showed up. Does Rhea Ripley deserve this opportunity at WrestleMania? Damn straight, Rhea Ripley deserves this opportunity at WrestleMania. I was hoping you gave me that answer, because otherwise I wasn't going to be able to save the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people just want to hate on anything. It's funny because... Before I debuted, everyone's like, oh my God, I hope Rhea versus Asuka at WrestleMania. And that's all I saw on my social media. And then as soon as I go out there and I challenge her, they're like, oh, she doesn't deserve it. Yeah, we wanted it, just not yet. Legit. Like, I just don't understand what goes through people's, like, people's mind. Like, make up your mind. <laughs> well, you're preaching to the choir when it comes to Graves, because I can see the wheels turning in his head, things he wants to say right now. But it, it's, it's so true, you know. It, and for you, Rhea... Well, why don't you face Asuka? Now you face Asuka. And then it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. What, what did you, what did you not want? That's you know, it. it's, it's crazy to me, but you know, for you being able to overcome those naysayers, how have you been able now to block out those people on social media that say you don't deserve it to Graves' question? Uh, it's still a difficult process for me. Like I, I still read things. And at first I'm like, how dare you? And then it takes me a second. I'm like, oh, like they're just a keyboard warrior. Like I shouldn't, Right, care about right. what they're saying at all. Like, I don't know why it hit me to start with. I just laugh at it. I try and really laugh at it or I'll call them out and then I'll see people jump on it. And that makes my day a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard. It's definitely difficult. On a lighter side of things, uh, it was announced recently that you're going to have Ash Costello from New Year's Day, a band <laughs> I know you're a fan of. I, I got to know Ash. I got to meet her briefly uh, a few years ago at an awards show. How much of a thrill is it for you? How much is it really WrestleMania now that you've got a rock star playing you to the ring on the grandest stage of them all before a championship match. Again, I'm not trying to boost the pressure <laughs> at all to Bianca. I'm not trying to psych you out. Just trying to speak it into reality. I'm so excited. I don't know what else I could say. Like I'm super excited. When I found out I was so pumped. It definitely does make it feel like a bigger event for me, knowing that Ash is going to be there. First of all, she's one of the most lovely people that I've ever met in my life. Second of all, she's amazing at what she does. And I'm so excited to be able to share this moment with her. And I know that she hasn't performed in a long time, so it's really, really cool for her at the same time. But I'm so pumped. Like, legit, was it, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I really sat down and I started thinking about it. And I actually, like, had a tear. And I don't really cry too often, but, like, I started tearing up a little bit. So how are you going to be able to not smile at the, at the start of this? Because you are always, I used to yell at you all the time, smile. Now, you, now I know you just want to smile. How are you going to have that badass persona when that music's blaring and pyro's going off and the WWE Universe is screaming for you? How are you going to stay composed? I honestly have no idea. That's what I'm <laughs> looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing if, if you will break in that moment. Oh, man. I'll tell you how, Vic. She's going to have Asuka standing across the ring ready to kick her face clean off. I oh, think that's going to bring anybody point. back to reality real quick. <laughs> I think that, that smile is going to have to fade because business time is at hand. That's actually true. Point, Graves. All true, Graves true. makes true. great points on this show, Rhea. You should know that by now. I mean, it's like I've spent more than half my life in this business, Vic. I occasionally, you know, I occasionally have a good point from time to time. <laughs> I mean, I can't stop smiling at the thought of what, what we're going to see. This is the match that I'm most looking forward to from my own personal perspective. You know, Graves, you talked about Cesaro and, and Rollins. For me, it's Rhea Ripley, it's Bianca Belair, as we talked about, people that I've been able to come up with. And so this WrestleMania moment for you, Rhea, I hope it's everything you want it to be on that night. I can't believe you have a WrestleMania type entrance as well. Like, that's just crazy to me hearing your stories, you know, over the last few years. 
yeah, it's definitely, it's been a wild ride to say the least. <laughs> what is your family going to be doing for it? I mean, have you reached out to them? Are they having like a big party or anything? Because I know how close you are to your sister, how close you are to your the rest of your family being able to enjoy the moment from so far away. It's, it's hard because I, I, I talked to them the other night about it and because it's at 10 a.m. Uh, on a Monday, they're going to be at work. So they probably won't see it until after, so it won't be live for them. But they're excited to see it. They just won't see it, you know, live. But I, yeah, I'm really, really excited to see how they feel when they watch it. Hopefully, like, when they watch it, I can FaceTime in so we can watch it together because that would be super cool. Because I'm all about family. Like, I love my family. You know I love my family. And not having them here is really, really difficult for me. So knowing that they're not going to be there for one of the biggest moments and that they have to work when it's live, like, it it sucks. It it does suck. But we get to share that special moment afterwards. And I'm super excited for that. Thank God for technology these days, right? (laughs) Yeah, legit. Saved my life. (laughs) So last year, you got to be part of WrestleMania. But obviously, as we mentioned unforeseen circumstances, but this year is a little bit more of a traditional lead up. I mean, there's, there's definitely a tangible feeling. It feels more like WrestleMania this year than it did last year. What has the experience been like from Rhea Ripley's perspective? Have you been crazy busy with media and appearances and all these different things? Um, yes and no. It's been a bit on and off. Like one week I'm really busy. The next week I'm not that busy. Like last week was fine. Chill. I only had like Monday night raw pretty much. I think I might've had one interview, but this week has just been absolutely chock-a-block full with interviews. And now I've got this cameo thing going on and I don't know how to use the app. I don't really know what's going on, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, this week's pretty, pretty hectic to say the least. So hopefully I get a bit of sleep so I can be refreshed and energized for my match. (laughs) Do you have any sort of unusual preparations or or just kind of business as usual? Uh, Sort of just business as usual. usual. I don't really take too long to get ready. I mean, I'm still trying to fit the gym in whenever I can between interviews, but that's about it for me, really. All right. So Rhea, I got to ask you, we we talked about how excited you are to have Ash Costello playing you to the ring. What is on Rhea Ripley's playlist right now? Your WrestleMania pump preparation playlist. What's getting you fired up these days? Oh man, I've got a few bands that I listen to. Like I listen to a lot of Motionless and White. They normally get me pretty pumped up. Big fans of that. I mean, we got to meet those guys. I think the same day I met Ash at the, uh, it was the Alternative Press Awards I, I co-hosted a couple of years ago. And uh, yeah, so cool. I got to meet Chris and all the guys and they were, they're all very, very cool guys and they were big fans. So I didn't That's know if you knew so that. Cool. <laughs> so, so they might I be Rhea Ripley that. fans. You didn't even realize. Yes. Well, he, uh, Chris actually messaged me before download, before everything got canceled. Oh, okay. Cause like I wanted to try and get to download and he was like, I'll come like, what's your wrestle and all that. And I, I completely marked out. I was like, that's so cool. Right. Right. It's so strange. It's one of those moments where you're like, Oh, wait a minute. This people do watch this, including people that we watch. It's still the, have you had any more interactions like that? Any weird, like, Oh my God, this person knows who I am. I've talked to a few band members, actually like people from of mice and men suicide silence. And I'm just like, this is wild. Like, they comment on my photos, they share my tweets. I'm like, I grew up listening to these people and idolizing these people. I had their posters on my walls and now like they're talking to me on social media. Yeah, <laughs> It's a strange, strange occurrence. It's happened to me quite a few times and it's, it's still, I never, never get tired of it. I never get used to it either. Cause I always have that kind of like, Oh, Hey, uh, I'm a really big fan. I don't want to bother you. And they're like, Oh yeah, we watch you all the time. Uh, <laughs> and they beat you to it half the time. It's the wildest 
wildest feeling for sure. I have a question for they're, I believe they're from, they were from New Zealand, the band, The Bleeders. Are you familiar with them at all? The punk the rock band? I think, I think no. they're from New Zealand. They're an Australian. Oh, well, they're obviously Kiwi, not Australian. But uh, I thought maybe if anybody could connect, a friend of mine introduced me to them a few years back. And I'm like, man, I can't find anybody who knows them. I thought maybe Rhea would be my, my salvation on that one. But you did me, did me no good. So thank you for nothing. I'm sorry. I mean, I have to look <laughs> them up now. <laughs> So what's been the, the most surreal aspect of this heading to WrestleMania in such a high-profile matchup? The significance can't be overstated. The first time the WWE Universe allowed back in the stadium, it's going to be rocking. What, what has it been like personally for you, knowing that this is what's on the horizon? Uh, it's been very overwhelming, to say the least. I've had a million things on my mind, a di- like a million different emotions that keep like passing by on the daily, on the hourly. I'm sort of just trying to stay sane and stay together so I'm like good for the match and then afterwards I can break down after my match is all completed and done then I can actually like sort of soak it in a bit more but right now like I'm just I'm trying not to let everything overwhelm me too much I'm sort of just trying to chill and relax because <laughs> I get very stressed how are you doing that how does Rhea Ripley keep relaxed to the best of your ability in these crazy times um it's gonna sound weird but I I work out Like I just go to the gym. I would have never guessed. (laughs) How many times a day do you work out, honestly? I only work out once, but we work out for a good few hours. Like I do 10 minutes in the sauna, then 30 minutes on the treadmill. And then we do weights for like two, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours? Yeah, yeah, I just I just joined a gym yesterday for the first time in like three years, and I, I I'm gonna be excited to make it to 20 minutes. So two and a half <laughs> hours, whatever that is. Rhea's biceps look like my quads at this point because she's been stressed. Okay, but it's worked out well. It worked out in your favor. You need to bring it to Oscar right now. It does when you're not in the gym, how else do you decompress and and sort of get through the days? Um, I walk my dogs, or I just chill with them on the couch and sort of just like de-stress by playing with them. My puppy, Barry, he's a bit crazy, so I have to try and teach him how to be an adult and normal. So <laughs> that's been a daily thing for me. <laughs> you know, r- run us through, though, Rhea, because I know you have at one point a plethora of different types of animals living in your small space. Yeah, so I have a one-bedroom apartment. So <laughs> I used to have a lot of animals. I think at one point I had two dogs, a cat, a ferret, a hamster. I think that was at one point the biggest farm that I had. Now I have two dogs and a cat. So <laughs> it's a little so bit easier. Than yeah, slightly more manageable. You're just perpetuating <laughs> yeah. a stereotype. You realize that because as a kid, I'm thinking everybody from Australia must just have animals everywhere. <laughs> there are kangaroos, koalas on every corner. And I'm thinking like, oh no, it's not really like that. It, it sounds to me like I was dead on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, we do love our animals a lot. <laughs> They're like Dr. Doolittle every day. What are you doing? Oh, well, I got to go work out and then I got to walk all my animals. I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, do you ever just have downtime to sit at home? <laughs> nope, just want to walk my animals. And it's, exactly. It's, it's a way to decompress. So I wish I had something that easy, Graves, to help me calm down as simple as walking animals or working out, but. <laughs> well, from what I understand, animals can't stand the sight of you, Vic. So I don't know if that's. That is not true. true. <laughs> Rhea, I have to ask you, has there, has there been anybody uh, either on the current roster or coaches or anybody who's spent particular time with you, advising you or helping you prepare for, uh, for this momentous occasion Sunday? Right now, I, 
don't feel like I've been really talking to anyone, which is really weird. I sort of just keep to myself a lot these days. I'm a very like homebody. I don't really go hang out with people or like talk to people. But when I am at the shows, like TJ's a huge help. He's always so, so helpful. He He's so knowledgeable in wrestling and everything to do with the business. So he's some person, like he's one of the guys that I definitely go to to talk to. But I don't really, yeah, I sort of just chill by myself in a dark corner. <laughs> well, if you if you got a brain available to pick, uh, TJ or Tyson Kidd to those listening, uh, the yes. former WWE superstar turned producer, you're not going to find a much better brain to pick than TJ. So you, de- you definitely are on the right path as far as that goes. 100%. Yeah, yeah he's, he's so smart. Anything uh, that's been going through your mind in these last moments, these last few days that before you get to WrestleMania, you know, we know we've talked about three and a half years ago, but what's going through Rhea Ripley's mind right now as we inch closer and closer to the biggest stage of them all? I'm honestly just stressing out to see if I'm going to be ready. Oscar keeps saying, you're not ready for Oscar. And I know deep down I am ready for Oscar, but everything's like stressing me out a little bit each day. Like, is my gear going to be ready? Is my hair going to look good? Am I going to look jacked? Am I actually going to be ready for us? Like all these things are going through my mind. So I'm just trying to like prep myself. Like the other day I had to stress out and clean my closet because I had crap everywhere. So that's like one thing that happens. I'm envious of how productive you are with your stress. Right. You, you work out and get jacked and clean your house. I like, you know, just start banging down beers. Like that's how I deal with my stress. It doesn't help anybody. So I'm going to have to take some notes from the, the uh, Rhea Ripley psychology book. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely go on <laughs> on weird modes. I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. When I feel stressed, I just I do adult things, I guess. <laughs> well, I, I can say this from the bottom of my heart, Rhea. I am very proud of you. I'm very excited for you. I cannot wait to see what happens at WrestleMania this weekend. Thank you. I can't wait either. It's gonna be insane. <laughs> I'm going to double down on Vic's best wishes for you, for Rhea Ripley. Good luck. Congratulations. We are all watching this coming Sunday, day two of WrestleMania, Rhea Ripley versus the Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, for the Raw Women's Championship. Good luck, Rhea. Thank you so much. Thank you once again to Rhea Ripley for joining ATB. We've got a lot more stuff headed your way. If you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button. ATB is on Apple. It is on Spotify. It is everywhere you get your podcasts. We brought you Bianca Belair. We brought you Rhea Ripley. You don't want to miss anything else coming your way. Happy WrestleMania, ATB. If you've never been to the Maryland Renaissance Festival, you don't know what you're missing. There's so much to see and do. It's like a 16th century theme park with shops and pubs, food and games, live jousting, crafts and music, 10 stages with nonstop entertainment, fun for the whole family. Saturdays, Sundays, and Labor Day Monday through October 24th. For tickets, visit MarylandRenaissanceFestival.com. Save big on admission through September 12th. Near Annapolis, the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Time travel to fun.